Well, hello! Welcome to a brand new shiny men on card episode of The Horror Collector. Say my name in the mirror five times and I'll take a sunrise and I'll sprinkle it with dew. I'm your host, Terry M. West, also known as the hardest working horror author you've never heard of. So last episode, which was our first episode, which was more of a mini episode, I kind of talked about how I how I saw this show going and uh, I've come up with a format, uh, a design, if you will, of how I want the episodes to go forward. And uh, it's going to be they're going to be split into segments, three primary segments. There's going to be one called the collector's corner, and that's where I show things that you've sent me. And uh, we discuss them and, and, and maybe go over the history and, and, and the story behind them. The second segment is going to be called It Came From Terry's Collection. That's me uh, showing off things that I've recently acquired or maybe things I've dusted off to, uh, to show and brag about. And the uh, last segment of the episode is going to be whatever the theme is that we're working on. Um, this week, it's horror clicks. And I have a, a ton to show and a ton to say about that. But let's begin with So this is the very first collector spotlight of the horror collector. And uh, today we're going to uh, be discussing an item sent by Jennifer Matthews. Now I've known Jennifer for actually a few years now. Um, she was the first person that submitted an item for me to talk about when I first announced the Horror Collector Project a couple of years ago. Um, now, what uh, Jennifer has submitted for us is an actual, original, authentic, I Spit on Your Grave press book. Now, if you're not familiar with I Spit on Your Grave, it's an extremely infamous uh, exploitation grindhouse film. The subject matter is just really hard to sit through, um, but it's definitely considered a cult classic and it has a legion of fans. Jennifer sent along a note to go with uh, the pictures of the press book she sent, and I'm going to read it to you. I first saw I Spit on Your Grave when I was 13 because my mom saw the VHS in our local video store and thought the title was cool. This sparked my lifelong love of the film and collecting anything I could find. I came across this original press kit on Etsy after looking for it for years. It hangs framed on my dining room wall along with my other I Spit on Your Grave items. Considering it's over 40 years old, it's in amazing condition. I, I did a little research on this item. It's actually extremely rare, not an easy item to find. Um, we're gonna take a look at a little video I put together um, so you can see the press book, you know, from the pictures that Jennifer sent. And if you're not familiar with the press book, this is going to explain what they are. Press books were promotional tools sent by film distributors to theaters and newspapers. They were booklets that contained the cast and crew list, movie synopsis, photo stills, and an ad mat. An ad mat was a sheet of print ads of various sizes. Theater owners could send them to the local newspapers to promote the movie at their theater. I don't know if I mentioned it before we went into that video, but the original title of I Spit on Your Grave was Day of the Woman. Now, I just want to say, man, I love press books. I think they're an awesome item to collect. And there are things about them that appeal to me in so many ways. Uh, number one, you know, they don't take up a lot of space. I mean, they're not something that's large and bulky. 
You can fit thousands of them in a standard uh, comic book box. Another thing I like about them is the price point. I mean, some of these press books that are like 40, 50 years old for some famous cult exploitation horror films, you can get as low as like five to $10. You know, really desirable ones might go for 20 to 40. Grails for certain collections might be 100, might go up to 1,000. But uh, for some of these films, uh, if you're a big, you know, exploitation film, cult film, drive-in fan, um, a lot of these movies don't have any merchandise, you know, like some of them might only have maybe a lobby card poster and a press book. It just so happens, I actually, I don't have a ton of press books, but I actually have one I, I recently um, acquired and um, I'll show it to you so you can kind of see it, see what a press book looks like. Um, this is for one of my favorite films of all time. The original Legend of Hell House, based on the, uh, you know, Richard Matheson novel. And man, just really blew me away. But this is the press book, as you can see. And basically, you open this up and, you know, it's it's a little booklet. See those, you see those ads and those, uh, and those stills from the film? You want to make sure those have not been cut out because um, these were sent to reviewers, newspaper reviewers, who might clip those pictures to run along with their uh, to run along with their review. And those ads, varying sizes, were uh, cut out by theater owners and sent to the newspapers, uh, you know, to uh, promote their drive-in. So you always want to make sure if you're buying this that it states uncut, and um, that you're not going to get something that's going to be severely uh you know devalued because of the uh, damage so anyway that's my, one of my press books and i'm sure i'll be showing off some down the road considering maybe even doing an episode devoted to press books so we'll see anyway um we have to take a small pause for the cause but then we'll be back and we'll talk about my collection hi i'm terry m west i'm a horror author and lifetime horror fan I'm also the host of an upcoming video podcast, The Horror Collector. Over the years, I've collected thousands of horror items, and I've become somewhat of an expert on the hobby. I want to show off some of my most cherished possessions, but more importantly, I want to see your most cherished possessions. If you're able to send well-lit, high-quality photos and videos of your collection, please go to my website, terrymwest.com, Contact me through the Horror Collector page and let's see what you have. And remember, horror collectibles can be a scary business. Okay, we're back and I'm ready to show off some of my stuff. Uh, the first item I want to show off is something that, man... I saw and I fell in love with, but it was so freaking expensive. Um, but I finally found an opportunity and, and I nabbed it. Because the thing about me is I shop. I do not impulse buy. If I see something I want, I will make sure I'm getting the very best deal. Um, so here it is. I think you're going to love it too. Um, it is the Pop Town Mike Myers with the Myers House. A spirit exclusive even the thing about this set man i sat there i watched it on ebay forever and this thing was going for i mean 
175, 200 bucks. It was crazy. Um, and then all of a sudden the spirit Halloween, um, edition came out and, um, I went directly to spirit. I got a really good black Friday deal. Uh, got it for $32, you know, free shipping. Um, there are people on eBay who are currently selling this for, um, you know, 50 to 75 bucks. It's crazy. But anyway, yeah, very, very stoked to have gotten this. Like I said, I, I don't, you know, I don't do a ton of uh, Funko Pop, but some things you just can't say no to. And this brought back the feels such a big way. Um, I'm not really that familiar with uh, Super 7 reaction figures, but uh, but I've been seeing a few pop up that I'm like, mm, okay, better get my hands on those. And this, oh my God, this is the, it's like a... Uh, believe it was a San Diego or maybe New York comic convention. This is the Shogun Godzilla figure from Super 7. And it, I, I had this as a kid. If you look in the opening logo on our uh, Facebook page, the vintage, um, you know, Shogun Godzilla is in sort of the masthead there. And, uh, oh man, I was so in love with this. I saw this and I immediately just said, ah, oh, I have got to have it. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very, I mean, obviously it's tiny compared, you know, to the, uh, to the original, but it's, uh, very sweet. Um, I don't know if his fist comes flying off, <laughs> probably not, but he does have the flicking tongue, you know, you push it in the back of the head and he's, you know, pops out and everything, but yeah. Oh man. Immediately fell in love, immediately got it and hugged it and kissed it and squeezed it <laughs> loved it i thought i had this and i looked and looked and went crazy and i was like damn it I, I i don't have it i either lost it or it's around here somewhere but uh as you know i'm a big night of the living dead uh collector and there's going to be an episode on night of the living dead memorabilia coming you know soon soonish next year sometime um but anyway um i found this uh, <laughs> this is one of the movie tie-ins and i had all of them pretty much i did not have this one this right here it's uh the night of the living dead it's from pocket books it's not the earliest uh you know movie tie-in but it's you know it's still fairly fairly early um this was uh let's see this was um 81 81 this guy was released so yeah you know, really, and I got a very, very sad story to go with this. That's not that sad, but do you see this artwork um, on the uh, on the cover there? Uh, the ghoul breaking through the wall and, you know, grabbing the woman by the hair. Um, there was a seller who was actually selling the original artwork. I mean, the original art for this cover. And uh, I went back and forth with this dude like, and we just couldn't make it happen. We just, you know, we just couldn't make a deal. Sometimes people just want too much and you just kind of have to step back and say, okay, it's just not, it's just not there. It's not, not something I'm willing to spend on. So, so uh, I had an opportunity for that original art, but I had to let it go. And a lot of times, you know, you'll have to let things go. And if you don't let things go, you'll start losing things. So learn when to say no, you know, or when to say enough. All right, well, we're going to dip out of here one more time, maybe look at one more little, uh, little pause uh, for the cause there. And uh, when I come back, we're going to talk some horror clicks. Stay tuned.
If you're interested in reading my horror fiction, why not start with the project I'm best known for? What Price Gory is an old school collection of monsters and demons. It's been called a horror library must-have by the Horror Nation. It's available in Kindle, paperback, hardcover, and audiobook. Exclusively on Amazon.com. Welcome to the last segment of the episode. Now we're going to talk horror clicks. Now, the thing about horror clicks, I didn't even know they existed until a little over a year ago. But once I found out they existed, I went deep down the rabbit hole. I went on quite a buying binge. Here's a clip that incorporates photos from my collection, which are right over there, that little red area. That's all. That's Horror Click City. Uh, I'm going to share a clip that shows photos from that little location with all the stuff I have. And um, I'm also going to add a little commentary about uh, Horror Clicks itself in case you're not familiar with it. Horror Clicks was a wicked fun collectible horror miniatures game. It was released August 2006 and used the WizKids Clicks system. Like Hero Clicks, Horror Clicks allowed players to build teams of monsters, demons, ghosts, freaks, bastards of science, and psychopaths that crossed all aspects of the horror genre. There were four sets within the Horror Clicks line. There was the Horror Clicks Wicked Fun set, which was the base, the Lab, Freak Show, and Nightmares. Horror Clicks also licensed popular horror properties for collector sets which were sold online. Those sets include Aliens, Predators, Hellboy, and Freddy vs. Jason. Unfortunately, Topps purchased WizKids in 2008 and shut down the WizKids line. Though Hero Clicks was resurrected by NECA in 2009, Horror Clicks stayed dead and buried. Now, what I really dig about Horror Clicks, the sculpts are just sick and incredible. So detailed, they're beautiful. When uh, Hero Clicks first came out, I wasn't that crazy about it. I didn't think the sculptures were that well done. But man, the Horror Clicks stuff, just really top notch. Just love it. And even though it hasn't been around for, gosh, what, something like 12, 13 years, it's as popular as ever on the aftermarket. I'm going to show you a few of my, uh, you know, cool sets. And um, then I'm going to give you a, my top 13, you know, figures from my collection. And um, then tell you the things that I really still want to get my hands on. Things on my, my horror clicks bucket list. But let's start it off with my favorite horror clicks game set. Holy moly. Freddy versus Jason. Man, I love this set. It took me a while to get it for a decent price, but oh man, I just love this set. And um, this one actually, Terrence, my son, keeps this in his room because he, he loves it. It's one of uh, the few sets of mine that he keeps in there. And actually, uh, the way things are piling up, I might have to start storing more stuff in his room. So <laughs> be careful what you ask for. Now this, this is this is cool. This was like the very first sort of game set. Uh, it's like the graveyard starter kit. And uh, again, I got I got a pretty sweet deal on it now. These game sets are, are can go anywhere from like, you know, 30 to like 60 bucks these days. 
Um, I got them before uh, before they really started shooting up. So I was uh, very happy, very happy to uh, to nab them before they got so expensive. So this was a prototype set, and you can tell that because the figures have a purple ring. This was sent to stores um, so that they could, uh, you know, get interest in the product and what have you. And it was these uh, six six figures. Also included were these victim tokens for the game. So these were the people that I guess you would you would go after. Um, There's also a horror clicks map that you could uh, that you could put your figures on to play. There are also game cards. These were cards that you could uh, that you could play and see how it says demo. The characters also have character cards. If you don't have uh, the cards for your uh, figures, they're not worth nearly as much as they are, you know, with cards. And also, bear in mind, you can still get boosters for these uh, for these figures, but they're so old that the cards usually come completely bowed and dry and cracked. Um, so. If you're opening the old packaging, chances are you're going to get some really nasty, gnarly, messed up cards. So yeah, those are the cards that come with figures. And uh, this was a little, uh, little poster. Sort of gives you the lay of the land of the game. The things that I've tried to score most in my Horror Clicks collection are uniques, um, limited editions, and gold rings. I love scoring those. And man, they are starting to go off the charts as far as, far as cost goes. But um, but I have managed to to uh, to get the ones I'm, I really 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 dig, and um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to list them from thirteen to one. They're tiny, you know the figures are very very small. They're it's not easy to make them out. So what I'm going to do is after I list a figure, I'm going to share a picture I took of the actual figures from my collection. They're not stock photos. They're from my collection. It should appear about. I don't know, right here somewhere next to me. Okay, number 13, Wacko Jacko Lantern. And yes, this is very much a, uh, a Michael Jackson parody. Uh, he even has his uh, chimpanzee next to him. Number 12 is Dr. Van Rachter. I think I'm saying that right. Very, very uh, disgusting figure of a, of a psychotic uh, doctor. It looks like he's, uh, I don't know, pulling some, uh, some wisdom teeth out of a patient there. But it's really gross. I mean, just glorious. I love these figures so much. Number 11, we're talking Mego. And no, we're not talking the world's greatest toys. We're talking a demon from the Cthulhu mythos. Mego is one of the few horror clicks figures that flies. So he's got that going for him. Number 10, Rasputin, the Mad Monk. And oh, this figure is just glorious, glorious, with just demons and ghosts just flying out of them. One of my favorites for sure. Number nine, Fiji Mermaid. And this is, of course, from the Freak Show set. When you compare these to some of the Heroclix sculpts at the time, they just blow them totally out of the water. Just really, really cool, cool art. Number eight, Podmother. And yes, very much in the vein of Audrey II from Little Shop of Horrors. Number seven, Dr. Jekyll. And I love the transformation scene they have here. It's just, like I said, it's really cool. R. Lou Guardian. And yes, another sculpture from the uh, Cthulhu Mythos. 
really, really, really digging this one. Number five, The Fiend. This is a slightly oversized unique, and it's a prisoner on death row, it looks like, or a prisoner that's come back from death row. Maybe. Number four, Vlad the Impaler. This one is just glorious. This was a, a, a convention uh, special, and oh man, the way that uh, the way that Vlad has the uh, has the guy on his uh, you know spear and just oh, <laughs> disgusting, in a good way. Number three, Two Mummy. Love this one. Just the the way that he's coming out of his like little uh, you know tomb, and I paid top dollar for this one. I, I had to. It was just one I had to absolutely add to my collection. Number two. Jack the Ripper. And this is another awesome one. This was actually a buy it by the brick figure. You could only get it by getting a coupon when you bought like an entire brick, which is like 10 to 12 uh, booster packs. And my number one favorite of all time figure, Zombie Astronaut. Man, I hunted high and low for this, this one. This was actually a UK limited edition. You could only get it by buying uh, packs over there, but I, I did manage to score one, and man, you're not normally gonna get one for any less than 30 bucks. As far as what I would like to add to my collection, I'm gonna put on my Horror Clicks bucket list, the Colossal Cthulhu figure. Oh, $85 originally priced. You can't get it for any less than three bills at this point, but man, I would love, love, love to add it to my collection. Also, the Marvel zombie figures. Now, these were figures that you could get in the Supernova set. This was Colonel America, the Hulk, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. The original four from the, uh, you know, Robert Kirkman, Marvel Zombies comic. Now, the cool thing about these guys is although they were technically Heroclix figures, they had Horrorclix cards. So it was a very subtle crossover. Now, again, I would love to have these guys, but I'll tell you what, unless you have about a grand laying around, these are pretty hard to get. They go easily two to $300 a figure. One of these days, one of these days. Okay, so that's it. That's our little spotlight on horror clicks. I, I hope you had a good time. I think that guy had a pretty good time. He definitely looks like he had a good time. He's laughing, it looks like. But anyway, I think things really came together. I feel really good about this episode. You know, happy 2022. And uh, we'll be throwing another episode together here soon. And remember, horror collectibles can be a scary business.